The first thousand days of a child's life is a once-in-a-lifetime window of brain development. This is when the foundations are laid for future learning and growth. And for children to receive what they need in this stage, parents and caregivers need support, encouragement and information. We believe churches are well positioned to be that community around families. Churches, whether big or small, rich or poor, can play a part in seeing that all children get a strong start to life. This is the Sukunya podcast aimed at helping you take those steps in strengthening families. Visit www.sukunya.org.za to find out more. You may have heard the term, you can't pour from an empty cup. At Sukunya, we believe that it's important for those engaging with families to take care of themselves. To consistently support and encourage others, we must have the means of replenishing and resting so that we can be present in the long term. Listen into this lunchtime conversation where Sukunya explores various practices that can foster self-care. So, so today we're going to start off with something slightly different. Um, and so we're going to start with some contemplative prayer. So I'm going to ask whether you could get yourselves comfortable in the chair that you're sitting in. Uh, lean back um, and we're going to close our eyes and we're just going to do a bit of a, a prayer and uh, meditation on God's word. Welcome to Exhale, Contemplative Prayer Podcast. As we come into this shared space today, we are pausing to set aside a few intentional moments to commune with God, to dwell with the divine, with creator, sustainer, and redeemer. As the body of Christ, we are anchored in Christ's love. To begin, let's breathe in together for three counts and out for four. Breathe in and out. Breathe in and out. Breathe in. and exhale. Hear the word of the Lord today from Philippians, chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. Therefore, if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort in love, any sharing in the Spirit, any sympathy, complete my joy by thinking the same way, having the same love, 
being united and agreeing with each other. Don't do anything for selfish purposes, but with humility, think of others as better than yourselves instead of each person watching out for their own good. Watch out for what is better for others. Adopt the attitude that was in Christ Jesus. Though he was in the form of God, he did not consider being equal with God something to exploit. But he emptied himself by taking the form of a slave, by becoming like human beings. When he found himself in the form of a human, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God highly honored him and gave him a name above all names, so that at the name of Jesus, everyone in heaven, on earth, and under the earth might bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Right before this passage is the verse, live together in a manner worthy of Christ's gospel. Christ's love is our anchor. That unity is not about uniformity, but it is about being tethered to the love of Christ who anchors us. seeking the platinum rule, not just do unto others as you would have them do to you, but do unto others as they would have you do unto them. This anchoring love decenters ourselves and places the vulnerable, those in the margins in the middle, it places the love of Christ in the center. In this next moment, take time to dwell in the love of God, because it is from that love that we learn to love others. The next moment is yours. come out of that let's breathe again where you breathe in for three and out for four so if we just breathe in and out if we breathe in and out once more we breathe in and out 
And if you want to open your eyes slowly, um, I hope that that's relaxing you. And just as an example of how contemplative prayer is a powerful way of connecting with God and centering, centering us in caring for ourselves and then for others. And so today the topic is caring for yourself as you care for others. And I'm going to hand over to Ruth. Wonderful. So good to be with you all today um, as we look at how we can care for ourselves as we care for others and to ensure that we are in for the long term and not burning ourselves out. And so I hope that you've got a piece of paper with you or a piece of paper handy nearby. It doesn't have to be, uh, it can be a scrap piece of paper. Um, just find a piece of paper and a pen. And I want to um, do a quick activity with you as we consider how we care for ourselves. I want us to reflect on our daily activities um, and what we get up to in our daily activities. So I'd love you on a piece of paper <clears throat> to draw a table. Um, it can look something like this table that I'm sharing with you now. And you can have as many lines as you like in this table. And in the first column, I would like you to write down your kind of day-to-day -day activities. If you look over a week, what does a general day entail in the week or on your weekends? You can break it up into as much detail as you feel like. Um, but just thinking through your day-to-day -day activities, what are you getting up to in the morning? What are you getting up to midday, in the afternoon, in your evenings? What is filling your day-to-day -day activities? And so I would, as you fill this table, you might also include the, the everyday stuff from the chores that you do around the house to your work life, um, to um, looking after maybe you've got a dog and you've got to go for a walk. These are some examples and there's many more that you could put into that table. And so I'm gonna play music for two minutes and I'd love you to try and just reflect on what are your daily activities? What fills your day? looking across the week, what are those things that generally fill your time? Um, so while I'm playing some music, um, you can fill in what those day-to-day -day activities are.
Okay, so I trust that your page is filling up and I'm sure um, given the busyness of life, I'm sure there's a lot of things that you could list there. And what I'd like you to do now with that list of the things that you have put down is next to each activity, as you look at those activities that you got on the side there, I want you to put in uh, a, an emoji, a smiley face or a sad face next to the activities. You think of those activities that give you joy, give you peace, those things that make you happy, um, that fill your tank, you can put a smiley face next to. And those things that you find draining, those that find that you get um, fill you with stress or anxiety, um, that don't make you uh, so happy, then to put a sad face, um, you're welcome to get more creative and use different emojis in there. But just to list next to your daily activities, what is your general feel of this activity? Is this something that um, gives you peace? Or is this something that you find drains you and leaves you more empty? afterwards. So I encourage you to do that with your list of activities that you have drawn now. Don't kind of the first thing that pops to mind as you think of activity, it's something that you go to, it's easy for you to do, or something you try and avoid and you procrastinate, it's actually hard and draining. Um, where does it fit in that scale of activity? I trust that you've had some time to give that a thought. I see some people putting it into the chat. Um, Jose, thanks for adding that in there. Um, and it's important for us to reflect about the balance of the week. Now, there's some things that we can't get away from. So if washing the dishes is something that's draining, it's something that we need to do. Um, and those chores around the house that maybe we don't find as fun as some other and life-giving as other activities in our life. Um, and so one of the activities that we say is how can we add a little bit of joy to our day and how, what could we do to make that activity fun? So I know like washing the dishes, if I put on some good music, my husband likes to listen to podcasts while washing the dishes and it just takes the mundane tasks and makes it, puts a little bit of, makes it a bit life-giving. Um, so looking at those activities and saying, what of those activities can you change? What of those activities can you move from a sad face to uh, a smiley face? What could you adjust in your day that there's more of a balance of that life-giving activities, those things that bring you joy? Um, and as you look across the week and the balance of your week, what are those things that you are finding rest in? that are helping to fill your tank as you give in your day. And so I encourage you to take this activity outside of this lunchtime conversation and to contemplate what does your week look like? What is the balance of your daily activities look like? Are you filling your day full of things that drain you and stress you out? Or are you? does your day have moments in it where you're filling your tank again, where you're being filled with joy and peace um, and you are able to enjoy those and what are those activities that you can change that maybe you can stop doing or find a new way to do them that they can bring life into your space this is one way just to think through your week 
and think through your daily activities. When we look at Jesus and we look at Luke 4, verse 42, we see at daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place. And then when we look at the rest of the day, what we see is that the day was full. And the next morning, Jesus went out into the wilderness. And after serving, healing, teaching, what did Jesus do? He seeks out a desolate place. And then he continues to preach. And so we see this time where he's busy, he's giving, he's ministering. And then he seeks out that solitude. He seeks out the quiet. And so there's a balance in his daily activities of how he seeks out that space. So as you think about your daily activities and as you think about a long day and you at the end of a long day and a busy day or at the beginning of a full day if you look at your calendar and you go today I've got all of these things to do what is it that you do to help you to start that day well and to end that day well um, some of us might go and get have a good run and do some exercise or get stuck into the chores around the house some of us might actually disappear in front of a series or TV or watching something online or reading a good book or catch up on all our WhatsApps or feel like actually the best thing I need to do is catch up on my email. We all find different ways of dealing with the busyness of life and the stress of life that we might find. But the question of this is, do you see a pattern in your behavior after a busy day or before a long day? And what do you rely on? What we see in Jesus doing is him finding that quiet, desolate wilderness space, and he seeks out solitude. He seeks out that alone time um, before seeking to step into his next step. He is caring for himself. He's going to his father. He's spending time with his father. He's spending time with God, filling himself spiritually before he then gives. Um, and this is really important. So, when we think about why it's important for us to care for ourselves, um, if you don't take care of yourself and fill your tank and you're giving out of empty, you're not going to be giving out of a space where you are happy, where it's a long-term sustainable space. And so the question for today really is, are we leading ourselves well as we seek to lead others, as we seek to care for others? How are we caring for ourselves? And many of us are getting to the end of this year, feeling tired, feeling drained, feeling exhausted um, from what has been a, a very hard year for many people and going, how do we rest well? How do we replenish for what lies ahead in next year? Um, and for many of us, we might have big dreams for our ministry, for our passion. We're going, how do we make that sustainable? How do we recognize the rhythms in our day-to-day -day activities, in our weekly activities, in our monthly activities, and in our annual activities? to help us care well for ourselves. I'm going to hand over to Bryony to take us through the next part. So the question that um, we're asking, I guess, is how does, or what does caring well for yourself look like? Um, so maybe if you want to just put it into the chat box, if you have any ideas of what does self-care or caring for yourself look like? But we, um, did a bit of a brainstorm. Um, we, we spoke to some counselors and thought about what does caring for yourself look like? And we came up with that there's a physical self-care, there's emotional self-care, and there's a spiritual self-care. Um, and so just some tips. Uh, and as you're going into the festive season now, um, maybe to look at how, how you can be using these. And so the physical self-care is you drinking water, um, Good, so a good amount of water does keep your body replenished, getting enough sleep, eating right, getting exercise. And 
above all breathe um so breath is the the freest gift that we have to live um it's a gift from god and it's also a free tool to be able to calm us down as we just did in the um uh, the prayer contemplative prayer was just to be able to breathe and relax and it unclutters our minds i don't know does anybody else have any other ideas of what could be physical self-care um and I see many people are still posting what makes them happy um, and what makes them sad. Um, and I see Bishop Machimelo, what you're saying. And Jonathan, you're saying exercising, doing your favorite sports, um, spending time with close friends and family and having nurturing conversations. And that's touching on both physical and emotional, but you can see how they, they overlap. I think doing the physical exercise really does help with your emotional self-care as well as your physical self-care. If anybody else has any other ideas and wants to add to that, please feel free to put your hand up or unmute yourself and add, or add it into the chat box. Um, but if we look at our physical health, it's how do we maintain our physical health? Because if we are not physically well, we're not able to then care well for others. Um, but as we, we saw, um, Lungiso, do you have something you want to say or add to that? Okay, um, good, good day um, to, to everybody. I am not sick from the look at my phone, says Lungi, so which is my son. <laughs> and, um, okay, I think um, if you can take a, a, a vacation after having all of these things, like, um, yeah, going somewhere out of, of, of the environment, Thank you. So if I understood you correctly, you said to, to go away, like out of the environment to, to find rest and relaxation or self-care. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, so there is the, the being able to um, find a new space, yeah, new scenery. Um, and again, that's physically you're taking yourself to a new place, but it does also help with your emotional uh, self-care. And also in that new space, you may find that peace and space to pray. And so we'll look at spiritual self-care just now as well. So, um, so as we've seen that there is a, an overlap with emotional self-care and in emotional self-care it's recognizing our feelings. Um, it's also being able to name them to then be able to know how to handle them and react to them or respond to them. It's also finding a way to appropriately or in the best way express our feelings and the emotions that we're having um, to others around us so that they know where we're at, but also that we then know how to, how to handle it. So, that may include going for counseling um, if, if necessary. It may be including putting up boundaries to protect yourself. So whether that is not going to things that you don't want to go to, or whether it's making sure you're not around people that are not helpful for you, um, it's ensuring that you put up those boundaries in order to protect yourself um, and um, yeah, and being not being able to, making sure that you don't trigger all those unhelpful uh, feelings. And 
one of those things is then being mindful about being kind to yourself. Um, and actually, this is for your own mental health is by being kind to yourself is that you are then keeping um, your own mental health uh, healthy, should I say, um, but at the same time, you're also then being kind to other people. And just to encourage you to reach out for support where you are struggling. And we're going to post a resource um, that has useful contacts on that during this festive season, if uh, there, anyone is struggling to, to see these resources or use this resource um, for numbers that you can call. And it's from all the range. We've heard earlier about that we're still in the 16 days of activism. So there's resources uh, or sorry, useful contacts for that. There's also for counseling um, and any other support that you might need during this um, festive season. Um, so if anybody else has any other tips on what uh, we could do to uh, self-care for our emotional side, um, do put into the chat box. But the other one, and actually, for me, this is one of the, or is the key one, is the spiritual self-care. Um, and spiritual self-care can come in the form of Sabbathing. So it's practicing that regular rest, whether that's weekly and then monthly and then annually, making sure that you rest. Um, and as we, as Ruth reflected on the scripture, is that we see that even Jesus rested. Um, and, he, and Jesus also stayed grounded uh, in his faith by praying to God um, and he remained connected to God. And that's also for us, remaining grounded in our faith through Jesus by speaking to him and praying and spending time with him. Um, and so, again, we, we hear in the scripture, so Mark 1.35, where very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house and went off to solitary place where he prayed. Um, and again, what we heard from Ruth earlier and again through this is that was seeing how he um, removed himself from others and then called his disciples to do the same um, and to find a quiet place and to find that rest. Um, and so some other ideas around spiritual care is um, self-care is reading a scripture. So maybe reading some passage of, of scripture slowly and um, yeah, looking at it and then meditating on it. So meditation, thinking deeply um, upon that text and what the word is saying or what the phrase is saying is praying about it. So having a conversation with God um, and talking to him and contemplation is resting in God's presence. So um, what, what we did just now is that contemplative prayer of just being able to rest in his presence and pray through that. There's also centering prayer, which is um, a way in which we prepare our mind uh, to be present in the moment. It centers us on the presence of God and to allow our body to relax. Um, and again, it's through the breathing, the mindful breathing um, and making sure our mind doesn't wander. I think maybe many of you might be like me where when you're trying to pray, your mind wanders. So it's a great way of trying to center yourself and then doing that contemplative prayer, um, which really does uh, support your intention to be with the Lord and in his presence. Um, and so true self-care really begins with, um, with God. And so if God created us, then he certainly knows our needs better than we even do. Um, and he's planned from the beginning to be the provider of all our needs. And so our understanding of God's love for us, that he initiates the care that we need and allows us to experience rest then I think that's something we can allow ourselves then to be able to rest. Um, and often we try achieve rest in other ways, you know, by um, zoning out with our devices. I don't know if anyone sits on 
Facebook late at night, just scrolling to numb your mind, or um, as someone mentioned, going on vacation or eating or buying something, going shopping. Um, and eventually we realize that these attempts actually only provide like a short-term rest. It's not a long-term rest and it's not necessarily feeding our souls and our bodies and our mind and our hearts to find that deep rest. Um, and so with that, I'm going to hand over to Ruth and we're going to look at some practical things that we can do during this festive season, uh, taking time off and how we can care for ourselves. This topic of rest is actually a really big topic um, as we think about the different ways that we can care for ourselves and rest and replenish uh, and thinking about what are those things that fill our tank. Um, interestingly, that there are many things that we can do that we can enjoy and are fun, but don't necessarily fill our tank. Uh, and each of us have different ways of um, replenishing ourselves, be it physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And it isn't a, a one size fits all as we think about the different activities that we can be involved with. And so some of us enjoy being with people and having a conversation and other of us would rather be alone and have some quiet. Um, and so we each find different ways of filling our tank. And some, some activities we do are restful, but they're almost neutral on that line of filling our tank. And so it's kind of looking at what are those activities that really do top us up, which ones are fun to do, but don't actually top us up, um, and which ones are more draining. And so I'd love us to just kind of think through and share group ideas what are practical ways that we can be filling our tank? What are some of the activities that you do um, that really do fill your tank? And Jonathan, you spoke about those nurturing conversations. And so finding those friends, those people that can who speak into your life, who encourage you, who you can share with where you're really at. Those are really nurturing to us emotionally and spiritually and physically, being with people who nurture us in the way that we can connect with them and those are really powerful for people to have around us, prioritizing time in our activities to have our tanks filled in that way. What are other things that we can do to be filling our tanks, uh, both emotionally, spiritually, mentally, and physically? We're wanting to be holistic in the way that we care for our body as a whole. Um, and so you're welcome to unmute yourself, share what works or what doesn't work. Um, or put it into the chat box. What are the ways that we can practically do this? If we had to put together a self-care toolkit for ourselves and knowing ourselves as individuals, we're wanting to think what works for, for me? Um, my husband and I, we are different personalities and what works for me doesn't work for him. And so we have to look at how we plan our weekends and think about how we can each also enjoy the things that fill our tanks individually and together. Um, and how as a family we need to plan our time well because not everything that I do my my husband enjoys and vice versa to um, rest and replenish in this time so um anybody want to share with us some of your ideas and thoughts what works for you what have you learned over the years of caring for yourself especially as we go into this festive season that can be super busy as we try and get together as family and organize end of year functions, um, what can we be doing and prioritizing over the season of December holidays and rest? 
So I think maybe Ruth, um, something that does work for me is actually putting on worship music. So, and I will do it with earphones and then actually be out in the garden or um, somewhere where I am made very aware of God's creation. Um, and then often there would be a song that would come on that would just highlight something for me. So um, the other morning on a run, the words of a song were from the east to the west and the north to the south, his glory cannot be unseen. And it was just so real because on the one side I had all the mountains and on the other side um, I had a table mountain where the moon was busy setting and it was just his glory is from east to west. And it just, it just recenters you and changes your focus. So yeah, that's something that I definitely enjoy um, and find works for me. And, and what I'm hearing, Cindy, is you've got a combination of things there. You do, you're running, getting yes. physical exercise, you're mm -hmm. listening to worship, and you're out in nature and enjoying the creation. And almost yes. bringing those three together can really top up your tank. Yes. Um, and and often, your... yes, sorry, something else. Is, no, if I'm run and I see a gardener or um, the ladies are all coming off the bus and they're walking down, then immediately my heart is stirred and I will pray. Um, God, you know, be with these ladies today, bless them in the homes they're going to go and work in and whatever. And it's just, it really is a beautiful time. Yeah. Wonderful. I love that, that combination of activities um, and being able to use that to center your mind and to focus and to intentionally train your yes. mind in that way. So well done, Sylvia. Sounds like a great example. Thank you. Anybody else got some examples of how you fill your tank? Nia? Hi, Ruth. Uh, uh, normally, I, you know, I, during the December holiday, I would go to, just like uh, this year, I'm going to Lesotho, and then I'll take some uh, old clothes and then give them to the people at Lesotho at the mountain. And then, you know, just to admire the, the, the work of the Lord. And then I'll just sit there, you know, take two books or three books, and then I'll really read because during the year, I can't read, you know, I just can't read. And then I'll sit there, pray, you know, go into, the, into their heart, you know, give them clothes, give them money, and then share, you know, the important thing to share the word of God with them. You know, we cannot believe Ruth that in Lesotho there are people who doesn't know about Christ. So for me, it really works for me. And January, when I come back to Gauteng, I'm, I'm over the moon that I've done something to the, to the people. And not only Lesotho, but to the rurals out there, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll pick a place and then I said, this year I'm going to this place. So I normally do I love that example, Neo, because there's something about in I us just, giving. I just want to be Christ to them. I, thank you for sharing that. And I, I, I'm, Ruth, what I'm remind, I can't reminded, hear you. No, I'm reminded, Neo, by what you're I, saying. Can you hear me? Neo, can you hear me? Okay. Now, I'm reminded by what Neo is saying is that actually um, uh, there's, a, there's something beautiful happens in the process of giving that we receive and uh, that whole thing of being blessed in giving um, that we in being generous and 
this time of Christmas is also a time of being generous and of giving, um, but that it can actually top up our tank in the way that we are blessing others and sharing with others, um, whether we're sharing um, physical things or spiritual things, that it can also be filling of our tank and finding a new space and that we are know that we're on mission, where we're in our purpose, where we know God has got us. Um, so that's a great way of sharing that. We don't always have to be um, having to do stuff all by ourselves and only for us, but in us doing stuff for others, we can also be filling our tanks. So I love that example. Thanks, Mia. Pastor Tembi, I see your hand is up. Would you like to share? Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, sorry, man, uh, to be late. Uh, I just uh, caught up in a quick meeting. Yeah, for me, uh, you know, uh, as pastors, we are busy né? Throughout, throughout the year, trying our best to serve God in uh, different ways. And, uh, you know, there is a, a time that I think is very crucial for us as uh, leaders uh, to spend time with the family as well, you know, to just pause a bit and pay to the first church like uh, uh, December time it's, uh, it's that time of the year so I'd like actually to create a, 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 a space uh, for the family without any distraction so that we can actually enjoy and see different things so that we can be able to share visions and everything and the challenges that we are also uh, facing during this time of the year I think that activity it's part of us uh, as pastors, uh, because we are carrying a lot, you know, we are called from a different side and then trying to please God's people, you know. So I think the first church, it, we need to also play that role, of which I, I think I will do that this, this December. Thank you very much. Wonderful. And, and that is so true that we can intentionally focus in on those relationships within our families, um, spend some time reflecting on the year and, and investing in our relationships with our children, with our family at this time and saying, how do we intentionally replenish um, this time? And so uh, as we think about this December period, there's so many different ways that we can rest and care for ourselves. And I get the challenge is how can we be deliberate about the way that we do this, that we can um, feed ourselves emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically, and those around us in our family as we care and acknowledge some of the difficulties that we've had this year, some of the things we've been carrying this year. Um, Neo, you mentioned reading a book, and that can also be something that's mentally just engaging with a new book, a new topic, can also really be so refreshing, um, doing something, learning a new thing, trying something creative, um, doing a creative activity or a hobby that we don't get to do in the normal day-to-day -day activities, um, finding something new. I saw someone in the chat box said playing games, and I love that idea. Um, we as a family, we in the holidays, we started at the last holidays as a family to take out some board games and play some games and, and challenges, uh, have a family championship of games, and it just it brought life, it brought joy, it brought laughter into the home. And it's a way for us to 
to make eye contact as a family and connect over something fun and not sit in front of the TV, but actually to enjoy each other's company and have fun together. And so finding that very refreshing. And so intentionally trying to look at our calendar over this time and saying, we're getting some leave, we're getting some time off. We don't want to just be busy for the sake of being busy. We want to intentionally ensure that we, we are filling our tank um, in all of these different ways and saying, what do I need this holiday? And each of us need to look at our to add ourselves honestly and say, what do I need? Not what does my next door neighbor need? What do I need this holiday? Maybe I need to get to Lucy Maybe I need a quiet space in a park looking at the beautiful creation. What is it that I need? And so one of the activities that we've come across is this idea of a self-care toolkit where you spend two minutes writing down five things that you that would help you take care of yourself. Um, and so it might be finding a good book to read this holiday. It might be some exercise, going for a walk or dance or run or swim. It might be cooking. It might be talking to, to some friends. What are those things that need to go into your self-care toolkit this holiday? What are you prioritizing? And I encourage you with that piece of paper that you had next to you, that you wrote all of those smiley faces, to write down what are those things you wanting to prioritize this holiday? Um, and this December period, maybe you're not getting as much leave, maybe you're still working all the way through. But if you think about your weekends, you think about those invitations to celebrations, to families' houses, what are the things that you also need to put into place? What are the boundaries you need to put into this time to ensure that you are also taking care of yourself and your family? That when we hit 2022, you're feeling replenished. You've rested for the work that God has given you, that you've rested for the ministry, that you're feeling like, yes, I can face the new year. Um, spiritually, I've communed with my father. I've spent time in his word. I've rested uh, um, with him. And I know that he has got me and he's got my family. Um, and so true self-care is more about restoring your body, soul care, and sacred rest is also about restoring your mind, your soul, and your spirit. And all of our, all aspects of our being are important. So each aspect affects the other. And failure to meet the inherent needs can result in symptoms of anxiety, depression, anger, and physical problems where we see we're physically feeling sick, we're struggling with headaches, our necks are sore. This can often be symptoms of us not resting well. Um, and so looking at a whole person and going, how do I need to care for my whole um, person over this time? I'm going to hand over to Bryony to, to close us up for today. Thanks, Ruth. Um, and so to help you, we have uh, got a few resources. Um, we're going to share them in the lunchtime reflection that we'll send out uh, this week. It's the PDF that we send on the WhatsApp group, on the broadcast group. Do you have a look at that? Because we're going to have the... Um, the, the useful contacts that we shared in the chat box just now um, that you can use for yourself and anyone else. Um, and also a whole lot of uh, apps or um, podcasts like the one that we listened to uh, to start us off that you could use as a time of just being able to reflect and meditate on God's word. Um, and there's a few other websites that we'll share with you as well. Um, and so the one 
podcast that I, I shared with us this morning uh, to start us off is called Exhale, um, Contemplative Prayer Podcast. There's a lot of others. You can also just Google uh, Contemplative Prayer Podcast and see what comes up. But uh, I love the, that one as it's very calming. Um, and we have a few others to, to add to that. But as we close up today, as it is the last one of the year, we want to say thank you so much for, for joining us. Um, we do, as Sukunya, have a few changes uh, coming in 2022 with regards to lunchtime conversations. As I mentioned, there'll be a, a monthly check-in. Um, where we'd love you to come and join us once a month. It will be advertised on the WhatsApp group, but come check in, tell us how you're doing, uh, give us uh, stories of, of hope and encouragement where you've been supporting families, um, but also any challenges that you're facing or um, anything that you're wanting some ideas for. And we can, as a, as a network of churches across South Africa, be able to support one another, encourage one another, pray for one another, and, and just check in with one another. Um, and then this kind of uh, topical conversation, um, we'll be having that once a month as well, where we will take different topics and address them, but in a, a training uh, to, to um, equip your church. So yourselves can come or anyone else from your church or um, anyone you think might be interested. So we will have topics ranging from how to run a mum's group to um, fatherhood to um, Oh, my, Ruth, help me, my brain's failing right now. You can tell it's been a long year. Um, to, you know, we'll be looking at different things around um, uh, family. What does family look like? How do we encourage family? Um, and as a church, how do we include it across? How do we include grandparents and singles? And um, yeah, how do we include children across our church ministries? So do look out for that. It's on our. It's going to be on our website, and we're going to list the topics in the new year on our website, and you can sign up for them um, and join us for that. So we won't be doing every second week Wednesday lunchtime conversation like we have been doing for this year. It will be once a month. Uh, on a Wednesday at lunchtime, but once a month, and then uh, topical training. Um, uh, I think it's either Tuesday or Thursday in the evenings. Uh, no, yes, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, um, but we do look at our website. A few things are, are changing next next year. Um, but thank you for coming, and I'm just going to wrap us up in prayer. And I really hope that you all have a very restful and but enjoyable Christmas. I know it's been a long, hard two years, actually, not just one year, but two years. Um, and with fourth wave happening now, and I know there's, there's a lot of anxieties raising against, I really hope that you'll be able to find time to rest, um, time to connect, like as Pastor Fatih and a few others said, to connect with your family um, and connect with those closest to you. And um, and yeah, be able to connect to God above all and so that you can start the new year really uh, replenished and refreshed and with his strength guiding you and keeping you going. Um, so let us just wrap up in prayer and then if ever, anyone wants to stay on and talk, we're, we're here. Um, or if you have any other ideas or suggestions or if you want to connect with us, we'll be around after this. Okay. So Father, I'm coming before you today um, as... Yeah, as you can see, there are so many of, of your people across South Africa, Lord, who are coming to the end of the year exhausted, um, weary, tired, and maybe even a little bit concerned of what the new year holds, Lord, with what we're seeing globally. 
Father, I pray that uh, through today that you would have dropped in a few ideas around how they can just take time to connect with you and that, to remember that you are our provider of, of energy, of comfort, of all the resources that we need to continue each day. Lord, your, your word says that you'll give us our daily bread. And so I just pray, Father, that you would replenish each one that's here today, Lord, and their families, that through the Christmas season and festive season, Lord, that you'll keep them safe, that you'll um, protect them, Lord, from any harm, from any, from this COVID uh, virus, and Lord, that you would just help them to connect to those closest to, to them, help them form stronger bonds with their families, help them, uh, Lord, to find joy in their daily activities and joy in their days that they can be reminded that you are close, that you are near, and that you're going before them, Lord, paving the way, um, and that you are also coming up behind them, Lord, as we close the year. And um, so, Lord, we just give you this year. You've know, you know the challenges that we've all faced. You've known the joys and highs that we've all had. Um, and I just pray, Father, for yeah, just a deep sense of peace, a deep sense of joy, a deep healing, Lord, happening in, in each one of those uh, here today and in their families. So we give, give you them today, Lord, as they go, and may you go with them. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening in today to the Sakunya podcast. We trust it has given you ideas of what you can be doing to support families in the first thousand days. Have a look at the links in the podcast description to access resources mentioned in this recording. And remember to go to sakunya.org.za to find out more and take further steps in strengthening families so that all children can get a strong start to life.